Hi, friends. Welcome to the Seek Holy Living podcast with Christus Faboda. I am a wife to my wonderful husband, mom to my five precious children, and a friend to some amazing moms that I can't wait to introduce to you. Mothering is not a journey meant to be traveled alone. Join me every Monday for a new podcast where you will find hope, joy, and purpose. Fall is a season of fresh starts with new goals and dreams for the year ahead, and I love it. But this year, don't you feel like you're getting dragged into fall? Our lives were put on pause with the COVID pandemic, and then we went into the summer not knowing what to expect. Now summer has passed, and it's fall, and I can't believe that things aren't back to normal. We've all heard that this is the new normal. So many moms are struggling with finding hope going into this fall season, but you can choose to create a beautiful new normal in your home by planning with intentionality. Joining me today are my friends Sarah Holmstrom and Michelle Akrami. They are wonderful examples of leading a life of purpose in their homes. These women will encourage you to prioritize what matters and they will share what brings them hope and joy. So whether this finds you doing laundry or dishes, in the car, or relaxing and enjoying a cup of coffee, I'm glad you can join us for this conversation. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so glad to be here with a couple of very dear friends. I have my friends Michelle and Sarah with me, and I'm so glad you guys could be here to talk with me about this topic today. Both of them have larger families. Sarah has four kids, and Michelle has five, and all of our children are on the younger end. I think that my my oldest is 11, almost 11, and your oldest is 10, right, Michelle? Mm-hmm. And then, Sarah, your oldest is... Eight. 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 Yes. Um, so we're kind of past those like little tiny years, but definitely have children all in the middle together, which has just been so encouraging to walk alongside other moms who do it so intentionally. And I think that's why you guys both came to mind for this topic today, is I watched how intentionally you both mother and that you take it on in the same responsibility that I think someone would take on a job. That the way someone would say, okay, I'm going to plan my next season of this business Mm -hmm. out. Mm -hmm. That I watch the way that you parent and the way that you run your homes and how purposeful it is. And that it doesn't just happen. It doesn't like just happen to be a week that was just a good week. You both do it with such purpose and with yeah, just such intentionality and I think it's just really beautiful and inspiring to me and it makes me want to be a better mom and be more intentional in my home and I know that there are many other moms as we're just jumping into the fall season that I think everyone's getting ready to plan okay what's this next season gonna look like and it's this is a weird fall, right? Yes. <laughs> Super weird. I feel like it's such a weird yeah. one. to, And fall is normally such a time of fresh starts mm-hmm. that I normally love it. And I just get excited mm-hmm. about planning for fall mm-hmm. and all of the fall things. Yeah. But this fall, because of coming off of this whole quarantine season, mm-hmm. of it feels like we kind of just got thrown into summer and then summer mm-hmm. happened and now falls around the corner. And mm-hmm. I realized that I have not felt excited mm-hmm. about planning for our fall, which is really sad to me because normally that's something that I just 
as dear to my heart is this mm-hmm. season of just the cozy things and what's to come and the newness yeah. of the season. And mm-hmm. um, so I would love to hear, I would love to hear from you. How have you guys been feeling about planning for this upcoming time? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, thank you for your encouragement, Krista. I feel the same way about you from getting to watch you with your kids. Mm -hmm. Um, And I feel the same way. I feel like we have come off of such a hard time and the whole world, really, Mm -hmm. not just us. We've all experienced loss in different ways. But because of that, I feel like, okay, now it's time to take what we've learned and bring it to our homes. And so I feel really encouraged. I feel like for me personally, I am a recovering perfectionist and um, (laughs) I feel like God has taught me a lot of things during this time. And I've learned a lot of things as far as um, just not hurrying my kids everywhere we go because mm-hmm. we're not really going too many places. Right. Mm-hmm. So that has been beautiful. Yes, yes. there has been <laughs> yes. some really beautiful things about it. And um, yeah. I would say we're at homeschooling for the first time ever, and we've kind of already planned to do that, but COVID solidified that. So I'm excited, um, and I feel like my kids are excited. They think of it as this big adventure mm-hmm. that we're about to do, but also there is the big question mark of mm-hmm. how to juggle everything in the fall. Mm-hmm. You know, I still have a job and um, still have things going on mm-hmm. and am schooling the kids. So, and the youngest one, we talked about this earlier, but he is mm-hmm. just determined to go to the ER or <laughs> pour water on the anything that's electronic or Sharpie, any Aww. wall. So I'm excited about the fall, but also need as much prayer and tips as I can get too. So, <laughs> yes, yes. Well, I think, I think something, um, that I've been really pondering the last month is before we've been getting into the fall is, um, just being surrendered and open mm. to different possibilities this year. Um, you know, as far as schooling for our kids, we did, we changed a lot. Like we've homeschooled from the beginning, but we were in a different program last year and now we're completely at home mm. and, we did one week of school this last week. We started, and I've already seen some good fruit from it, even saying from my kids, you know, and just I'm, I'm trying to just keep an open hand because things are going to change month to month and things like that. But I feel like just um, being flexible, too, um, has been something that I've been trying to keep in mind hmm. as we enter this new year and season. Yeah, yeah. I realize too, it's funny. I feel like we have a lot of power as moms to sell our kids on anything. Like (laughs) we cannot know what's for dinner and they can say, what are we having? Like you're going to (laughs) see, it's going to be something so good. And then they're like, oh, we're having something special tonight. And you're like, it's rolled up sandwich meat, (laughs) but you're going to love it. And we're going to eat it on the floor. And so then we call it a picnic and now it's happy. Um, And I've kind of felt that way going into fall. Mm. Like, the things that are different mm-hmm. that have felt to my heart truthfully disappointing. And I've kind mm-hmm. of had to reconcile with those yeah. things. Like how many things have I felt disappointed by yes. of so the losses? Things. I mean, even being pregnant yeah. through this, it's funny, it's my fifth pregnancy, mm-hmm. but like it's still special mm-hmm. and you still share mm-hmm. it with people normally. So being pregnant mm-hmm. away from like all of our big community mm-hmm. people places is yeah is weird yeah. and it's kind of sad and so yes. reconciling with these things are sad and these things feel disappointing but that we get to choose to paint this next season mm. for our children mm-hmm. and uh, I know that one of mine especially really does not love the online format of anything mm. and it was so interesting 
trying to decide how I was going to share that we have some opportunities of things that we normally did in our in our regular life that are going to be online mm-hmm. instead. And we're going to give it a go. We'll try it for a month. Mm-hmm. And if it works really well and it ends up feeding their hearts, great. And if it doesn't, then we'll scrap it and we'll mm-hmm. do something different. And that's mm-hmm. fine too. But the way that I shared it with them, I was like, guys, this is so exciting. <laughs> I just got an email mm-hmm. and we're going to get to do this. And all of them were so excited. Like, when do we start? And I was like, soon. Yes. But do you feel like your kids have been feeding off of you so mm. much. Oh my gosh. Very yes. much so. So much. So yeah. I feel like especially the beginning, like when oh, yeah. quarantine first yes. started. Um, and like mm-hmm. I said, the perfectionist in me, which also means that I struggle with anxiety. And so those first few mm-hmm. days of watching the news and yes. I didn't even know they were listening or that they could feel it, but mm. they did. They mm-hmm. were, you know, they were feeling everything I was feeling. And so I agree with you, like to have a few minutes to kind of think about how you're going to communicate with them. Mm -hmm. Even last night, you were talking about your picnic on the floor. Last night, I had no dinner plans. And so we had a tea party dinner and we made pancakes with like syrup, but put them on little tea plates. And they are like still talking about how special it was. So I think you're right. They feed off of us. And so us going into the season Mm -hmm. saying like, this is so different. We're not going to do X, Y, and Z, but we're going to have all this family time together. We're going to go on these adventures. We're going to do this mm-hmm. fun thing online that no one's ever gotten to do before. Mm-hmm. The way that we share it with them makes a big difference. Totally. Even you calling it an adventure. Like, <laughs> yes. we're going to go outside once a week and be together versus like, we're going to have a nature adventure day, guys. Yes. Yes. Nature adventure day. Yes. Yes. Totally. What about you? Do you feel like your kids have been feeding off of each other or you guys in different ways too? Yeah, I think so. I think um, I've had to learn to lead a little bit even more intentionally, I think, mm-hmm. as a mom, you know, with my kids. I mean, with five, it's definitely a team, you know, yes. with four and my five. My littlest even says, she now says, go team, yes. go team. <laughs> and that's, that's been a byproduct, I feel like. My husband and I have really recognized, we're like, wow, okay, let's lean into this team mentality mm. because that's helped us, mm-hmm. you know. But I think, yeah, we're um, definitely adjusting, you know, to that. And, you know, how I frame it to the kids is mm-hmm. is everything. Yeah. So. Okay, and Sarah, you're in a little bit of an interesting position because while all of us have kids who are, like, 11 or below, mm-hmm. your husband is our youth pastor. So you guys have a lot of hands-on contact with youth. Yes. What are you guys hearing from the Mm. hearts of our youth right now? That's Mm. such a good question. And these are churched kids mostly. Exactly. So it's probably even harder for kids that don't Don't have have as much of a community. Um, And I do think that us with young kids or who's ever listening with young kids, that we have this nice thing that we're you know, that we can frame these things in an exciting way and we can spend this time together in our homes. But I do worry a lot about the older kids. I think preteens and teens and young adults really have it the hardest. Many of them already struggle with social awkwardness because of the rise of technology. Yeah. You know, they feel more comfortable behind their phones. And, and also those years we remember that mm-hmm. can be kind of awkward. and Or extremely so, awkward. Or extremely <laughs> awkward. I was extremely awkward, yes. But I um, I think that they're struggling even more with mm-hmm. that. And we've mm-hmm. seen that um, and even having an even more difficult time talking with adults. Um, but I also think an even harder thing is... Um, just the isolation. I think mm-hmm. when you struggle with any type of mental health, um, which a lot of our teenagers do with anxiety or depression, um, when you don't have a tribe, when you don't have people around you, it's easier to 
for those oh, things yeah. to get harder. So yes. I think they are struggling mm-hmm. and struggling going into fall with all these disappointments, you know, the things that mm-hmm. they had planned on doing that they aren't getting to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, and I found for us, I've been having to look at our plans of what are we going to do as I'm making them, mm-hmm. looking at what worked and what didn't mm-hmm. and saying, okay, because the things that worked before when we had all of our outside of home activities where I could say, okay, I'm not fully responsible for this mm-hmm. area of your life right now. Someone mm-hmm. else is helping to carry this right. banner for yes. me. I feel like our culture in America is really quick to want to carry responsibilities of children for parents that you can hand them off for their, I can hand them off for their, you know, Bible memorization. I can hand them off for their, uh, their physical activity to a sports mm-hmm. somebody. I can hand them off for all these things. Whereas now I've been handed these back mm. and it's caused me to That's really reevaluate everything and say, okay, yeah. what, what is most important Yes, and what's working well and what isn't and really look at each of their hearts mm. yeah. to say this person's heart's being missed in this area and mm. try to intentionally say, what are we going to do to help reach them in this next season? And, um, and I think that during this time of turning our hearts more towards our homes, more like even though it was kind of forced upon us mm-hmm. for better or worse, that I have seen some positive changes, mm-hmm. that I've seen the relationships that have formed differently with my kids yes. is really special. Yes. That's, that's been a beautiful thing for us, mm-hmm. the friendships that and the way that they play together because like they've become each other's only real friends yes. for a long while <laughs> yes. has been yeah. really beautiful. What have been some of the things that you guys have seen that have been good that maybe you don't want to lose? Like you want to make sure you hold on to those good things. Yeah. I feel like there's been a lot of positives um, in our home. I think I mentioned it before, but just kind of knowing them more. I mm. feel like I know them more because I feel like we lived this hurried life where we'd, you know, you have school and then you have homework mm-hmm. and you go to sports and all the things. And um, I just remember hurrying them a lot. You know, if somebody had a yes. tantrum about putting their shoes on, that was a big deal because then we would be late to the next thing. And now you can have a tantrum about putting your shoes on because <laughs> we have time for that and we will sit and talk about your feelings. And so that's been a really positive thing. We also have been doing some dates, one-on-one dates with our kids. And we did that before, but now we've just been a little bit more intentional. And so for our kids, it's like, could be a walk around the block or drive through and get a McDonald's cone and then play checkers in the back seat of the van or, you know, just little things mm-hmm. like that. But those have been so valuable because mm-hmm. I feel like I'm um, just asking the kids questions and really listening and really yeah. having that time to look in their little eyes and hear their hearts. And some of them have really big things on their hearts mm-hmm. and you yes. forget that with littles. And isn't know? it crazy mm-hmm. when you're with each other all the time already, yes. Yes. you think I've heard and seen it all. Uh-huh. Right. And then when you have the space, it's yes. like these feelings just come overflowing. Mm. It's like, whoa. Yeah. I know it's yes it's huge to get to hear from their heart so that's been a really big thing and then we have this thing my husband calls it homestorm family question time and it's just at bedtime (laughs) we have longer tuck-ins now too but at bedtime we say you know is there anything Mm. that you're thinking in your mind or feeling in your heart that you haven't told me yet and so Mm. they like will share big things sometimes it's you know the littler ones it's something silly but I'm you know some of the older ones shared things that they had felt guilty about that we didn't even know or something that they had picked up on that we had talked about that they were questioning and they might have never asked that question if we hadn't have like done that so those have been some positive things yeah that's so good I love that (laughs) 
I think some kind of some similar things, you know, we've started doing um, one on one walks with a kid, mm. you know, since we have five Monday, you know, through Friday, we can do that, <laughs> oh, you know, awesome. and they oh, can that's pick. So sweet. It's been good, you know, and if something comes up, we make sure to make it up, you know, if something comes up in the evening. But that's been something like you were saying, just having mm. that one on one time. And okay, this um, is going to have to be a thing. I'm going to have to figure out one on one time now. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just Friday. I mean, they look forward to it, you know, and I think it's important for them. I'm really seeing that, especially having five mm-hmm. and um but yeah and also I just same thing I feel like we're not hurrying actually today was the first day we went to church it was outside and I was like oh my goodness we're leaving the house and we need to be somewhere on time <laughs> like it has to have shoes I know shoes. like so real shoes your own shoes you can't wear someone else's exactly <laughs> and but they they were excited you know but it would uh. just but you know we were we were a little bit late you know but I was just like <laughs> You know, it was one of the but first times. But you were late times. with smiles. Yes, but I was right. like, I'm not, I'm not going to worry. Like, guys, we're going to get there and we're not, you know, we're not going to be anxious about it, you know? Mm-hmm. And so I feel like a retraining with myself, you know, um, there's a quote that I've really loved um, from a book that John Mark Homer wrote about mm-hmm. hurry. And it says, so good. Yes. Just have you read it? it? Yes. Oh, good. Yes. You read it. Yes. Yes. So it. good. It's called the ruthless elimination of hurry. Okay. And um, the whole premise, the main thing, I, the quote was, um, hurry is incompatible with love. Mm. Mm. And yeah, that's, that's it. <laughs> hurry wow. is incompatible. And even with spiritual life, um, uh, it was a quote from Dallas Willard that said, um, you must ruthlessly eliminate hurry from your life. Mm-hmm. Um, hurry is, in, what was it, incompatible Oh, it's the biggest enemy to spiritual life in our uh, modern oh, yes. world. Mm. And I, th- I think just as a parent, especially yeah. like really internalizing that, I feel like <laughs> over the last couple of years, even, you know, for me, but this quarantine and everything has really slowed things down for me. Mm. Um, it's so, been like this beautiful, forceful, yeah. mm-hmm. slow down in some ways. Yes. Yes. For yeah. sure. I think that's something I don't want to lose, which is hard yes. because our culture says, you need to be Let's, a part of these things. Uh-huh. And these things are really good. Yeah. And I've been thinking about that at the difference of the good and the great. Mm. And like, what are all of the things that we do yes. and which of them are good and which of these things are great? Mm. Yes. And how do we choose to claim these great things mm-hmm. that really are reaching the hearts of our children and maybe mm. even serving our own hearts mm-hmm. so that we're better moms too? Yes. How do we hold on to these great things even when we're choosing what we're going to be doing next and not sacrifice the great things mm-hmm. that will have lasting totally. weight for good things. Yeah. Because, you know, that's what people do. Yes. Right? So but it's hard. Else does. We don't have time for the good things or the, right. the right. okay things, you know? Yeah. 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 It's really challenged even the outside activities that yes. we used mm-hmm. to do, you know? And it's made me really question, okay, what what's really necessary you know maybe this is just not the season to do any of those things and mm-hmm. in some ways i'm a little glad like <laughs> yes it's not open so i'm not you I know <laughs> i guess we can't go the we'll focus on some other about it yeah uh-huh. you know and so i mean the kids i know for my kids they've had their moments of oh i miss this and mm. i miss this and we have you know we express those emotions but i mean i think they're quick to find other things to do and it's oh, yeah. just been really neat to see mm-hmm. Well, and I think that's a perfect segue into this. I've been thinking, you hear this phrase, new normal, right mm-hmm. now, mm-hmm. all the time. Mm-hmm. And especially my older, it's so interesting. We try to so guard them from like the 
the doom and gloom of what's been going on. Mm-hmm. But even in his, you know, just being aware of our conversations, like you said, he's heard this phrase so many times and it's not a good thing in his heart. And it's mm. not when I think about it, I don't think when I hear the new normal, I mean, my first thought is like separation yeah. and mm. distance and masks and, and boards yeah. around ourselves and, you know, staying separate in stores. And I'm like, oh, that's so sad. Yeah. And I've been thinking about all the things that have been good mm. and what things I mm. want to create in our home to be part of a beautiful mm. new normal for us that will carry yeah. on past this, yes. that I'll be able to say this was a season that mm. God used to create something new and beautiful in our home that mm. I don't ever want to lose. So what, what of those things... What of those things do you feel like you're taking to help shape a beautiful new normal season for your family? Mm. Well, going along with the not being in a hurry thing, I, my whole life I've wanted to do a day, like a real day of Sabbath rest where we turned off our phones and all that stuff. And I yeah. never... You just don't even know. Michelle's like a champion at that. Oh, I want oh, to my goodness. Like, <laughs> Michelle, so you got to tell me because we just started, but it's That's changed great. everything. So yes. the beginning of quarantine, it's like we had no excuse anymore. And so mm. Friday night, I just turn off my phone until Saturday night. And um, we, we, it's so funny. We just have had pizza usually and we light these little tea candles that they oh, got at Target. Yes. And the kids even made a sign that says like, happy Sabbath and put Aww. it up. And they... I didn't know they would be so excited about it because the only thing we do different is I'm not just multitasking I'm not also working and also like folding laundry while we play hide and seek Mm -hmm. and all you know all the things I usually do and they just because the laundry does have to get folded yes yes (laughs) yes, it still does yes so that has been really really helpful and and another new normal is um, just like breathing more. We do a lot of breath prayers together and, mm. um, stopping to breathe like in the middle of a time when normally I would lash out or mm. they would lash out. Um, that's been something we've just been able to practice during this time. And, mm. um, and then some things that don't take time, like just smiling at them more and them having a more peaceful mom. Yes. I'm still working on it, but it's, it's happening, you know? And mm. so that's something that doesn't take more time from our to-do list, but it's like, okay, I'm going to wake up. I'm going to be with you all day. So I'm going to smile and look like it's fun, even when it's not. And <laughs> I'm going to breathe and cry out to God and you're going to learn to do that same yeah. thing. So those are mm. a few of the things. That's so good. And isn't it funny that it does have to be intentional sometimes? I oh, mean, it's gosh. not funny. It's yes. sad. I don't think I, I didn't know that until I was a mom. Like, I think yes. my mom still always really did smile all the time because she liked it. My mom did too. I know. <laughs> I have to remind myself too. Yeah. Well, I think a couple things, um, uh, Sabbath, but um, also I set an alarm on my phone. I heard this from um, a lady, but I uh, set an alarm on my phone at nine, at noon, and three and six. I had to take off three and six just because of quiet time and stuff like that. But uh-huh. um, it says stop and praise God. And so when Aww. it goes off, like my kids know, mom, it's time to stop and praise God, you know? Oh, and it. sometimes it goes off in really convenient times, you know, where I'm like, okay, guys, let's put on a song. Let's, you know, do it. And other times the kids will be into something or, you know, I'm, you know, talking to a kid, you know, it's just, it comes at some really good times where we have mm. to stop. Like good and, hard and times. Yes. Yes. And um, that, that was around mm-hmm. the quarantine that I, I started as a discipline because I was getting down at the beginning. Mm-hmm. Just, oh my goodness. You know, it is hard. Um, But also, yeah, Sabbath, if you want me to touch on that a little bit, like that's something that my um, family and I have um, been really trying to implement for a year and a half. But when we hit the quarantine, I feel like we had to kind of work it a little bit more. 
Um, but yeah, we look forward to Friday nights. You know, we have a special dinner. We light candles. You know, we read a little of the Bible together and then we just rest. Like mm. we, we have a special candle that has a scent that's only for Sabbath. And Aww. my husband says, can you light it like a half an hour before I get home so I can smell it when I walk in the door, you know? Oh, and it's just, it's been such a blessing to us because I mean, I think it has really helped me. I went through a season of two years of burnout, you know, mm. just with a lot of things going on. Mm. Um, and Sabbath has really helped me mm. um, through God to really reclaim <laughs> just my soul and like not burning out. And so, and then next all of Saturday up until dinner, um, we just rest. And lately we've, my husband and I um, have split up the day into three. Um, and so, so I get one chunk of like four hours just to myself to do whatever. Oh. He gets the next four and then the last four are family. So, you know, during the morning when I have that time, my husband's got time with the kids. So it's like one-on-one -on -one with dad. Mm. And then, um, you know, I just, I can, you know, just, I usually just spend it. I park my car at the top of a hill. It's quiet. And I just have some quiet time and reading is just glorious, you know, mm. <laughs> it feeds my soul. So yes. um, and then he takes, you know, it, so it's since the quarantine, we started that and that has been really life-giving and we've kind of joked like can we keep this going yeah. after the court you know <laughs> isn't it it's tricky because even good things like you know kids are gonna have birthday parties yeah i know, you know? Yes. yes so like trying to figure yeah. out how we keep these beautiful things mm, that our exactly. family has learned to love mm. yeah and it, i think is really important totally and modeling for the kids how to rest you know and all that it's been it's a process you know yes. i think finding what works for you we've you know we've they tried things that didn't work, did work and all that. But I, that's been such a lifesaver mm. for us. Yeah. Well, I think the thing that I'm hearing <clears throat> from like all of us is that it's all purposeful. Mm. Like it didn't like date nights didn't just happen with your kids. Mm. Like Sabbath didn't just appear, mm -hmm. you know, none of those things yeah. just magically happened. And so no one else is going to plan our falls for us. And I mm. think reconciling with these are the things that have been hard or have been disappointing, or that I'm going to miss out on, and then taking yeah. that next step and mm -hmm. saying, okay, what am I going to do with mm. this is huge. Yes. So. Yeah. Well, thank you guys so much, and Aww, it will be exciting you. to see, and we'll have to come back together maybe like after fall in the spring and be like, okay, what did we hold on to? What did to? we keep? <laughs> what did we keep, and what things have been harder to keep, and mm -hmm. see how we like kept the good things, or the great things, mm, yes. you know, and didn't sacrifice them for the good. So, thank Aww. you so much. Thanks, thank Krista. you. So fun. If you would like to hear more from Sarah Holmstrom, you can find her online at RaisingPrayerfulKids.com and Michelle Acrami at UnhurriedFarm.com. It would be so nice if just listening to something encouraging made the positive changes in our lives, but we all know it doesn't work like that. I want to challenge you to join us in making some intentional choices to paint a beautiful picture for your family's fall. First, plan joy for yourself. You hold the power to set the tone for your family. When you are joyful, they will feed off of it. Unfortunately, when you're grumpy, they feed off of that too. It may seem unfair, but that doesn't make it less true. So consider what brings you joy and plan those things into your days. Maybe you can start by setting an alarm every few hours like Michelle did to get you in the habit of finding joy. When it goes off, choose to smile and say something nice to each of your children or use it as a reminder to hug your child and laugh out loud with them at the next moment that allows for it. If there are things in your life that steal your joy, eliminate them if you can. 
Obviously, if it's a coworker or a child, we can't eliminate them, but maybe it's social media or the news. Make a plan and choose to set a daily time limit for yourself, then go dark the rest of the day. Nothing is worth stealing the joy from your heart and your home. Second, plan your commitments and activities intentionally. Get out a journal or some paper and make a list of what commitments or activities have been great for your whole family. Make another list of what has been just good. And finally, make a third list of what has been not so good. When you do this, try to be honest with yourself. Those commitments and activities on that great list that bring joy to everyone in your home, schedule those into your life as part of adopting that team mentality. Make those the priority and never trade the good things for the great. Third, plan your family relationships intentionally. If you don't plan time with each of your children and your spouse, it will not just happen on its own. Now, be realistic and gracious with yourself in this. It will look different for every family. While I love the idea of one-on-one -on -one walks each day, my husband often works long hours, so that wouldn't work for us. And since our girls share a bedroom, I've realized that while bedtime works really well as a check-in point with my son, it doesn't work with my girls. So consider your family culture and each of your children individually to plan for intentional one-on-one -on -one time. This could be weekly or monthly, but it has to be scheduled. I would love to hear and share your creative plans to put these challenges into action. I think it will really inspire some other moms. You can leave your ideas in the comments below or on our website. Thank you for joining us today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so you don't miss any of our weekly conversations. And check out our show notes below where I have links to the resources mentioned on the podcast. I release a new podcast every Monday and additional content at seekholyliving.com, including a video of this conversation and a deeper dive into all things mom. Also, be sure to follow me on Instagram and Facebook at Seek Holy Living for more fun and conversation. If this was an encouragement to you, please share it with your friends. Join us for next week's podcast, where we will discuss how to talk with kids about difficult topics.